We're drinking this uh, out of the can? Yeah, why not? I'm classy like that. Okay. Mm. Wine in a can. Wine in a can. I just, ugh, I have a bit of an issue drinking. With wine in a can? <laughs> no, I like the wine in a can, kind of. But my one issue with it is the issue I have with drinking liquids out of a can that aren't fizzy. Like, it's weird. Oh, okay. You know but, what I mean? But see, I don't understand the concept because you're supposed to aerate wine. I mean, this is cheap wine, though, from the grocery for store. For sure, but I feel like it tastes different in a can. It's possible. Would you like me to put it in a glass for you? No. No. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think of a banana. <laughs> oh, that got me so mad. Clear potato chip. Chairless chair. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Well, the celery juice fucking trends. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Maybe you're a lamp. Oh, fuck off. There's so much that we don't know about life. That's a thing. This is a thing. <laughs> Where is this conversation going? No, no. <laughs> fuck this shit. Oh, well, ain't that a god bush? I can't. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to my wine. Hi, welcome to All Wine Aside, the podcast where we're two ladies who talk about how things became things over a bottle of wine and two cans. My name is Isa, the sort of host, and in front of me, across the table, is Kim. Across the table one more time. Woo-hoo! Kim, 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 what's this show brought to you by? This show is brought to you by The Week Before Your Period Makes Absolutely No Sense to Anyone Until You Realize It's The Week Before Your Period. 100%. Can I tell you the amount of fights Akil and I have gotten into? And he's like, <laughs> are you about to start your period? I'm like, just a fucking asshole for saying that. And two days later, you get your period. I peri- and I can't even count on all my fingers the amount of times this has happened. <laughs> well, see, when I, uh, volunteering with the, the, the organization there, have discovered that I get very, very paranoid a mm. week before my... Paranoia is one of your yeah. symptoms. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish that was one of them. But like, it's I think not. that people are like conspiring against me. Really? I get like, I get upset quickly, and I'm like, "Fuck this! I hate this!" Da, da, da. And then uh, I get my period, and then I'm fine. That's interesting. I've never only only with the, the organization. Oh, only with them. Okay, I was gonna say I've never like heard of paranoia being like a PMS sim- symptom, but. I can see that happening yeah. because, like, just like being anxious and like mm-hmm. frustrated, and oh man, and now that. My daughter hmm. also has her period. And she's exactly a week after me. Oh, really? You guys haven't synced yet? No, she's syncing more, it seems, with her friends than with me. And like, I mean, she spends five days a week with them and oh. two with me. So yeah, okay. maybe, I don't know. Or maybe she likes them better than you. <laughs> maybe. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> she doesn't act like she likes me very much. Uh, anyway, so Akil's a lucky guy. Mm-hmm. He has two, two fun weeks. And in fact, last All this week, to say. Yeah, last week, my daughter was on her period. And while she was being very verbally expressive about it, he just kept saying, normalize periods. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's probably the best thing you can say right but now. I'm sure it's been scientifically proven, but it's not common knowledge. Do we know why this happens? Is it because just our hormones go awry? Our body's doing some fucked up shit. Like, but the fact that it affects our brains that much is pretty insane because it does, right? Like for me, example, with the paranoia, like I think, I, I think it's real. Okay. So I, okay. Fuck. Now I kind of wish this was my thing. So my quick fact <laughs> was almost, but I didn't read enough into it. So, cause I kind of like moved on, but now I kind of wish I did. I read somewhere that to rid 
the uterus of its lining, which is what your body's doing during its period. Shedding. It sh- it's shedding. There you go. It's <laughs> shedding its lining. It contracts, but it, it contracts so much sometimes that it cuts off the oxygen to it. And that's what sends pain waves up to our brains. So 100% it affects our brains. It's cutting off oxygen supply in parts of our body. What? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. So <laughs> bonus fact for you all. Yeah. So I no shit. that at 38 years old, I have no idea what a period actually is. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just learned this. Also, I'm not going to say today, I think maybe like over the past couple of days, researching facts. But yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. that's what happens when we bleed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your other fact? Normalized periods. <laughs> um, Pineapple. You want me to go with my fact? Sure. Did Do you it. know mm-hmm. that redheads mm. tolerate pain differently than everyone else? Differently or more? Uh, differently, sometimes more, sometimes less. So yeah. How? So it's how do you even be, know that? Okay, <laughs> you torture so, a bunch of redheads. <laughs> no, there's been tons of studies done. So I have a couple of like links. I'm obviously not going to go into it too much. These are quick facts, but it has something to do with the MC1R, MR1C. We have something in our body that's coded like that, and it has. I love to, how you're looking at me uh, like yeah, I'm I supposed know. to like correct you. You're, you're smart sometimes. You'd be like, oh yeah, I heard of that before. <laughs> well, well, listen to one of my podcasts. Like I don't know. <laughs> um, hold on, open like <laughs> one of my 100 podcasts that I have. <laughs> you listen to a lot of educational podcasts. That's true. Here it is. I mean, MC square. Uh, yeah. Gene. <laughs> MC1R gene. Yeah, that's what it okay. is. So it's what. It's something in there that is altered that causes the red pigment in the hair, but that's also the gene that is direct. Fuck. Genetic markers? Genetic geneticists oh yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. i got that geneticists Geneticists. nice many geneticists are confident that the mc1r gene is directly related to pain so because it's within the same gene yeah so it says a different kind of pain a number of studies have shown that redheads feel pain differently have have different body reactions for instance one study found that people with red hair are more sensitive to thermal pain so hot or cold while another study showed that they are less sensitive to a wide wide array of painful stimuli including electrical induced pain and it's apparently you cannot there's nothing showing on a person looking at them that would tell a doctor how much anesthetic you need for an operation right unless you have red hair because red hair is the only visible marker saying to a doctor you need more anesthetic than the average person they what? need more yeah they need more anesthetic. that's such a weird like evolutionary trait that they would connect the color of the hair or the redness, I guess. It's probably like the just the pigment red. Well, I think they know that it's some sort... I don't want to say like mutation because that makes it sound like something bad or wrong. But I believe it is because just knowing how hair works, that's the undertones of hair. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like... It seems like, okay, like why? Like why is their hair the undertones of like what brown hair is? Like why is it? So I guess they've done- I have done, to research this now. Well, there's been lots of research done, so go ahead. <laughs> there's there's no lack of articles out there. Yeah, they, they tolerate pain differently. Cool. I know. Okay. Well, mine is definitely not as cool, but it's kind of cool. You always say that and it's always cool. Well, I mean, you'll like it because you're like me. Did you know <laughs> that there's a fruit called a cucumber? Camellus? I almost made this my thing today, Isa. And the only reason why I didn't make it my thing was because I wanted to bring some when I made it my thing. You know what? You say it. You say it. They're amazing. It's so cute. <laughs> They're like, they look like a mixture of like watermelon and grapes. It's like, a, like mini, a mini watermelon. It's a mini tiny watermelon, but they taste like cucumber. Right. 
They taste like cucumber with a hint of lime. And okay. you could eat them like this, like like grapes. So those, okay. What? I, oh my gosh. Okay. The, oh, I fuck. wanted to make it initially my thing, but there's not enough, enough. about it. Like <laughs> fucking nine months ago, I wanted to make it my thing and there wasn't enough about, no, maybe about a year ago. And that's what brought me to the Emmy Made in Japan YouTube page that I love so much now because when I started looking at these little mini watermelons trying to find more things about it to make it my thing, there wasn't enough because really that's all there are. Mm-hmm. They are. They're just mini watermelons. Mm-hmm. Not even. They're mini. And they're apparently the they're not family. that rare. No, people are we, growing them in their garden. On my plant group, people grow them in their gardens. I don't understand how because I've never even heard of this thing. You can get seeds. And it's just the cutest thing. They're, yeah. cal- they're also called mouse melons or yeah. Mexican sour jerkins. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They're truly delicious with a flavor of fresh cucumber mixed with a hint of lime. What else would you like? Right? Like you put that in water instead of your fucking gross, disgusting rose petal water that you or orange water. You put that? I How good that would water. be? Oh, that's uh, gross. <laughs> No, I'm joking. But as we're about to open rose wine, <laughs> flower wine, I'm, I'm I'm slightly regretting that purchase. But anyways, yes, okay, those things excite me. <laughs> so you're they're right. So I did like, cute. They're so cute. Like I said, I, I saw them a long time. Now I'm dying to grow them. So part of me was like, I'm, I'm going to grow them, and then I'm going to bring them and show Isa. And you found them first. Well, fuck. When are we going to bring them? In September? Probably like next year. <laughs> I'm doing my garden this weekend so i don't know yeah exactly september harvesting time well, yeah but have you seen them here because i am gonna buy seeds if you have seen them i have i have not physically seen them myself i've seen people in my west island plant group discussing them on where to buy seedlings and seeds okay so i will research it and send Dub- you the double links. your order <laughs> I, I will double my order <laughs> okay so yeah that's my fact Love i thought it. it was freaking cute it is freaking cute you have to look like I'm saying not you, but whoever's listening um, has to look has to look it up. Google this. Kuka melons is that what they're called? Kuka melons, yeah. Melons, yeah, and they really look like mini mini tiny watermelons, exactly the same texture as a watermelon, but they they fit like twenty in your in your palm of your hand. Size of a a grape, yeah, so cute. Okay, are we moving on to this weird wine? Yeah, but have yeah, I'm not even finished my wine, but we can definitely try it. Okay, what are we drinking? What did you bring today? So I found something when I was doing my groceries over the weekend. Okay. And I had to buy it. So it's from the grocery store. Hmm. Classy shit. It's mm-hmm. called Good Fortune. It's a blackberry and elderflower wine-based sparkling beverage. I, I'm not even sure what that means. Can you read the back of the bottle there? And they're making it a big deal that it's 90 calories and three grams of sugar. I hate places, bottles that put that on the thing. We had... Roxanne and I had a huge discussion about what's that fucking disgusting drink called that everybody's freaking out over? White Claw. White Claw. Have you tried it yet? It, there's two in my fridge. I have not tried it. Is it good? Well, you I, said disgusting. You don't like no, it. No, I don't like it because I don't like things that taste like water, but it's not. Okay. I find See, that I it's do. stupid. So you'll probably love it because we had this huge discussion on Instagram, well, on text message. And she was like, have you guys heard about this white claw? And I was like, no, don't do it. She's like, it's only 90 calories. And I was like, oh, they're going to fucking get you for that. And then she tried it. And she was like, I love it. And she bought it for my birthday because she knew how much I hated it. She bought it for your birthday. She yeah. knew how much you hated it. And she gave my dogs toys stuffed toys of white claw oh my so my dogs also have cans of white claw specifically because you hate it yes that's so funny that's what a good friend does such a roxanne thing to do (laughs) 
But you would probably like it. I would probably love it. I don't give a shit about the calorie content, but you and I don't care about calories. No, like, but it's not something uh, like it's marketing, right? And right. like it's like, oh my god, but it's only ninety calories, except all seltzers around ninety like, calories. Yeah, ninety yeah. to one hundred calories. But because it's on the thing on the can, everybody's like, oh my god, I'm much buy. It's so Instagrammable. That it's bothers so Instagrammable. me. It just bothers me. I mean, if you're not doing it for like, the gram, why are you even doing it? I know that's true. So, gram it or it's not real. What grabbed my attention was one. There's flowers in here, which. Hello, spring. And it smells like flowers. It smells like flowers, which scares me a little bit. It smells very sweet. I hope it's not too sweet. There's only three grams of sugar. Also, it's completely clear. It, yeah. It's, so that, that's what really marked me. It's, yeah. It looks like water. Completely like water. It, it reminded me of when we were talking about that UK lemonade. That's that clear, sparkling oh, yeah. lemonade. I was like, maybe it's like the UK lemonade of wine. I think it's probably going to taste exactly like White Claw. I don't know like what White Claw weird, tastes like, but we'll see. That okay. weird seltzer Are you thing. ready? Ready? Oh, it doesn't taste like much. Does it taste like White Claw? I love no. it. No. Oh, I like this. It tastes like fizzy water that's been left out for a couple days. So yeah. it's kind of fizzy, but not, not really. really. It, it, it could use some added, more fizz. Added with that weird raspberry mm. powder that you put in water. Not the powder. That, uh, the, the, the yeah, squeezable the liquid, the, the, the Milo, I think it's called, meal. The squeezable liquid. You, should, you guys should see what we're doing with our hands right now. <laughs> yes. I kind of like it. The thing that I you put in water to like flavor it so that you don't yeah. drink boring water. water. That's, That's exactly, exactly what it tastes like. Yeah. But apparently there's 4% alcohol in here. I don't... Uh, 4%. I know. I don't hate it at all. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, but nice it tastes like drink. fake water. And I, it's like, I'm not going to go back to it. Okay. But it's okay. You can have my tin if you want. No, no, I'll keep drinking it. That's 4%. I'm going to keep drinking this. I don't want to drink the wine wine. I don't want to get drunk like that today. I got a little bit more drunk than I would have liked last week. <laughs> to work the next day. <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. Okay. How do you want to rate this? Uh, it's like, I like it and I don't. I like it while I'm drinking. I don't like... What How much did that cost? Tell me. Nine ninety nine on special. Jesus. I know it's a liter for water. For water, I know with alcohol in it. I don't like how it. I, I don't like how it finishes in my mouth. <laughs> Giggity, but it's like I kind of want. Like I see myself drinking this in my backyard on ice with lemon. Does that make sense? With lemon, yeah. It needs it needs a little bit of acidity to cut. Like it's like a weird sweet smoothness to it that I need cut. If that it, makes sense, mm-hmm. it really really tastes like water with that little squirty thing. It does, yeah. It's like not enough for it to be a flavor, but it's there. It's there. Yep. So I'm going to give it a um, 2.75. Okay. I'm going to give it, I like it, but I don't. I'm going to give it a 3.25. Yeah. Would you buy it again? Again? You know what? If like, say like after May 28th, when we can host in our backyard again. Oh my God. If I was hosting in my backyard, I could see it like on the alcohol table with like, you know, for the people who don't really drink, like you have like your sangria, your rum, your wine, and then your good fortune. (laughs) No. Okay. I would serve it. Okay. Yeah. So 3.75 works, I guess. Is that what you said? No, 3.25. Let's not go overboard. Okay. Then even better. <laughs> I was going to judge you. Okay. So it, it evens out to a three between the two of us. Okay. Great. Okay. So do you want to talk about our things? Let's talk about our things. I am going to go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why am I nervous? <laughs> I got like a wave of anxiety for some reason. <laughs> Kim. Last episode, we talked about butts. Oh, did we? Yeah. Coffee enemas. Oh, coffee enemas. You're right. Yes. And we had a good laugh. We did. Because butts are always funny. Butts are funny. Always my, funny. My five-year-old thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so do we. We do. So when I saw this, I was like, well, this is butterlicious. Butterlicious. Okay. 
I think it's bootylicious. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is bootylicious. Um, I think we should uh, talk about this. <sighs> Kim, we're talking today about rumpology. I'm sorry? Rumpology. Rumpology? Yep. Okay. Or bottom reading. <laughs> oh my god, no. Like palm reading, but your bum? That is correct. Oh god, okay, I need so many more details. It's a thing. <laughs> It's a pseudoscience similar to physio- physiognomy. Physiognomy? Physiognomy? I, I don't even know what that is. Nomi, which is the practice of determining somebody's character or uh, personality based on their facial, facial features. Okay. But not. <laughs> okay. Because it's performed on butts. Okay, but like butt cheeks? Are we talking anus holes? Like, what are we talking We're about? We're talking about crevices, dimples, warts, moles. Warts? Mm. You should probably, probably have that looked at. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Folds. It's everything in a person's buttocks okay. that makes them who they are. And like a palm reader, they'll read your fortune. Oh, my God. Mm hmm. So, this practice was really known in modern times by late, she just passed away. Oh. American astrologer Jackie Stallone, who claimed that rampology is known to have been practiced in ancient times by Babylonians, Indians, and ancient Greeks and Romans, although she provides no evidence for this claim. I was going to say, I was like, I, I don't remember he- reading about that in history books, but okay. <laughs> so Stallone is largely responsible for the supposed revival of the rampology in modern times. And I know what you're thinking. Stallone? Is that Sylvester Stallone's mom? Yes, it is. Oh, I swear, when you first said her name, I was like, don't interrupt her, Kim, because I was like, any relation to Slytherin? It's see, his I can mom. Even say- <gasps> mm-hmm. She just passed away in September. Okay, and she, uh, and he's kind of weird. I mean, his mom is a butt reader. <laughs> <laughs> Which is explaining a lot right now. Which, actually, like, when I was researching this, she's actually a astrologer to the stars. Really? Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Me but, too. But apparently she's huge. Side note off of your topic right now. I feel like my grade on this good fortune wine is going down as I'm oh, drinking really? it. Oh, <laughs> really? Just putting that out there. Maybe going down to the 275? Or? Maybe. We'll yeah. start at three. It really is like dirty water. It smells fake. That's what it is. It smells artificial. Nine ninety nine, And I'm going to assume that it is just artificial flavors. <laughs> Did I we mean, read the back of the bottle of this? No, we didn't. I should have done that. You want me to now? Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of your thing? Let's go. Butt readings and, and good, good fortune. fortune. Ah! Ah! Good fortune. You didn't catch on. No. Good fortune. Fortune reading. Ah! Took me a while. <laughs> you didn't get it. I was like, you didn't get it yet. No. And I was like, <laughs> what? 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 No. <laughs> good fortune is yours for the taking. Naturally infused. Oh, there goes my artificial thing naturally infused with notes of perfectly ripe blackberries and complemented with the soft creamy elderflower aroma this sipper is beautiful <laughs> this sipper is beautifully blended for whatever comes next and take off your pants i feel like like take oh off your pants. and take off your pants there we go <laughs> i don't feel like there was much thought put in but you know way. like naturally infused doesn't mean that it uses natural flavor it well, means that it's naturally infused <laughs> Like a naturally hand. <laughs> and infused this, it. Yeah. In fact, it actually says natural flavors on the ingredient list. But I heard that if it says natural flavors, that's that's not. It's not really it natural flavors. Any. If it was natural flavors, they would list what it was. Natural ah. flavors is often MSG. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. 
is hidden yeah. under it, natural It flavors. definitely tastes fake. Fake. Yeah, I agree. Okay, sorry. Okay. Back to rumpology. Yes. Back to more important things. So according to Stallone, the left and right buttocks reveal a person's past and future, respectively. Although she has also commented that the crack of your behind corresponds to the division of the two hemispheres of the brain. (laughs) So ancient rump reading, which uh, it's my favorite saying, rump reading is the best way to say it. Ancient rump reading. Mm -hmm. Was done when the person who wished to have their fortune read covered his or her derriere or rump or butt. With henna, <laughs> you like my hand Your movements? Hand movements. <laughs> With henna dye, and then they sat on a medium or a piece of paper of the times to leave an impression, much like a handprint, palm print, or footprint. Okay. So they sat in henna. Yes, you have a question, Kim? Actually, more of a statement. I belong to this like craft group. Okay. They do these rump paintings all the time. It's like, yeah, it, it's like... They consider it almost like a romantic thing you can like do with your partner where like you guys get naked and paint your bums and sit on a canvas and that's like art for your wall. Well, they can send it. In and get read. Yeah. They don't even know what they're doing. I know. It's crazy. I'm going to let them know. Okay. Tell them. So these prints are all very, very different and no two people share the same markings. It's like a fingerprint. You'll you'll be able, exactly. So you'll be able to tell all the the markings on the butt and then you could get your fortune uh, told like that. We have to do this. According... (laughs) I'm not doing this. According to blind German clairvoyant and rumpologist Ulf Beck and the British rumpologist Sam Amos, they claim that... You ready? Wait. Do you know what shape your butt has? Like mine specifically? As opposed to, yes. No. (laughs) I mean, because there's different butt shapes? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. You could either have a apple-shaped butt, a pear-shaped butt, a round shape, or a flat shape. I have no idea. Well, I'm going to send you an image on WhatsApp, and then you could tell me which one kind of looks like yours, because it's hard to tell when it's your own butt. I'm sure. Like, it's pretty easy to tell which one is mine. I mean, I would like to be the round shape, but I don't think that's the reality of my situation. No, it's not what you would like to be. I don't know. Maybe heart? Kind of heavier on the lower side, because I don't work out. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) It's like, is the bump of the butt at the bottom or at, at the top? I, like I said, I don't work out. It's not at the top. So maybe you're a heart shape. I'm probably a heart shape. <laughs> so according to uh, the German clairvoyant Ulf and the British rumpologist Sam, apple-shaped muscular bottom. Oh. Hmm. Well, I'm maybe not Maybe that's not yours. No, it's not. That's apple. <laughs> indicates I'm someone... Heart. Oh, heart, right. Yeah. Ind- indicates someone who is charismatic, dynamic, very confident, and often creative. A person who enjoys life. Hmm. A pear-shaped bottom. I mean, if I had an apple-shaped bum, I'd enjoy life too. <laughs> a pear-shaped bottom suggests someone who is very steadfast, patient, and down-to-earth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A round bottom indicates someone who is o- open, happy, and optimistic in life. That's not me. <laughs> and a flat bottom suggests the person is rather vain and is negative and sad. No. Well, I mean, that's because they have a flat, flat bottom. bottom. <laughs> that's because they have a flat butt. I could have told you that. Like. <laughs> so rumpology can be performed either by sight, touch, or by using buttocks prints, which is what we talked about before. In addition to live readings, Jackie Stallone will perform, would have performed, buttocks reading using email digital photographs. 
So you oh. take a picture and then you send it by email and she can uh, tell your future that way. But like, don't you need like all the angles? No, it's literally just, I believe it's just there. It's the f- the straight butt, like in the picture that I sent you. Oh, okay. They just need like a flat on 2D image of a butt. Yeah, because think about it when, when you sit on a piece of paper, right? Like in ancient quote unquote times. <laughs> <laughs> Back, yeah. It's just that, that the 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 bump of the butt, Has the to, two cheeks. That's what matters. Mm-hmm, that's what matters. Jackie claims to have predicted the outcome of presidential elections, Oscar awards, and she has read the bottoms of her two pet Doberman pinchers. Oh, fuck sakes. Mm-hmm. Alf Buck claims he has read people's futures by feeling their naked buttocks. Could you? Okay. Every guy now yeah. is going to go be you. Mm-hmm. A so reader. that's what I said when I first read this. I was like, yeah, of course you fucking touch the yeah. butts. Of course. I'm going to have to feel it to be sure. Yeah. So Buck told Routers, Routers, I don't know how to say that website's name, quote, the bottom is much more intense. It has a much stronger power of expression than the hand in my experience. Because he's also a palm reader. Oh, okay. It goes on developing throughout your life, which I, I mean, would think that the hand is more. The whole body develops throughout your life, but okay. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know. By running his fingers along the number of lines of the, on the surfaces of the client's pers- posterior, he says he can tell about their future monetary success, family life, health, and happiness. Okay. This is an actual thing, guys. <laughs> I could almost go for it if he could say your past. Well, the past is the left right, cheek. Right, and The right. future okay. is the right cheek. Gotcha. He says lines representing success, career, and artistic ability extends inwards from the outer extremities of the buttocks, while the further five lines radiate outwards. What? I don't know. What line? Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. (laughs) But that's what he says. That's literally the end of the sentence. I wouldn't... You know what? I don't even think there's a point in questioning him because you'll probably open a can of worms you don't want. Yeah, exactly. And the shit that you... Did you ever go to a a palm reader before? I believe I... Did I just can't specifically remember it, but for some reason I like I know the answer is yes, but I can't specifically remember the time. I remember just once when I went, my lifeline is cut very drastically, and she oh. was like, mm, that's not good. <laughs> and I was like, mm, good thing that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> good thing I, don't, I don't believe. I don't believe. Quote, I began on a circle of friends and the circle grew, Buck said. I am not a new Wait, age. I'm sorry, who said? Buck said oh the german uh rumpologist (laughs) no it's buck uh i am not a new age freak i treat people with great care and conscious uh, whatever that respect Mm -hmm. (laughs) he is very quick to shoot down any suggestion that his buttocks groping might be motivated by anything other than genuine desire to probe people's future. You could have just stopped the genuine desire. <laughs> I had to copy paste that sentence because it was like he quickly shut down. Yeah. Quote, I do not need to feel bottoms for my own pleasure. My wife is quite beautiful enough for me. He He's said. very angry about that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So psychic Sam, she's 63. She's the first and only rumpologist in the UK. She says that she developed her clamvoriant abilities around 2004 while working at an OBT sales advisor and has been reading rears for 16 years. Reading rears. Mm-hmm. Previous celebrity clients have included the Buck- um, Victoria Buckham. What's her name? Oh, yeah. The, I don't know the why the I can't. 
Beckham? Da- Beckham, thank you. David Beckham. I can only tell when I say David. <laughs> David Beckham, Gemma Collins, and Dermot O'Leary. I don't know who that is. Who, she says, is as lovely as his bottom for 50 euros, either in real life or via Zoom. Sam uh, says that she can fully assess your backside to reveal your future. Oh, my God. That's it. A part of me wants to, like, I'm intrigued. I don't see, I don't see how, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't buy it at all. I can, you know, the hands thing, I I'm not going to lie. Almost. Almost, almost believe it. Right. Because the lines, it's true, are so, so different. Mm. But there's not that many lines in the butt. No. And plus, like, you fall down on your butt. You're, you know, you gain weight on your butt. Yeah. Like there's so much that, that happens. Rather than hands, you work with your hands every day. Like, it, it's your different. life is in your hands. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah. But it's a, it's it a thing. Fun. A it lot of people um, talk about this and uh, rumpology, man. Wow. People practice it. Well, that's absolutely the first time I've ever heard anything similar to that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. I hope that you go to bed smarter tonight. I mean, I'm always smarter when I leave here. <laughs> okay. You ready? I, yeah, I honestly have never heard of that before. That's crazy. Okay. What I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So things that we usually talk about, like rump reading, are like yes. so ridiculous. We usually like want not much part of it. Like it's, I do it, but for fun. Like I'm not going to start I mean, getting my butt read. I for 50 bucks. Right. Like I'll do it for fun for once to say I did it, but I'm not having it done like once a season to like... I'm kind of thinking that maybe we should do it for 50 bucks. We should email this person. I think we should. (gasps) Should we do it? it? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, fuck. Okay, we're going to do it via Zoom. (laughs) Yes. I just don't want to grope. Grope? Groping. Groping of the bums. (laughs) No buck. No, no buck. We're going to go with Sam. She's a woman, so it's okay. Okay. Is is she the one that's dead? No, Jackie's dead. Oh, Jackie's dead. Right, Jackie's. Sullivan. Sullivan for some reason. (laughs) Okay. Well, this. Mm Mm-hmm. Something I don't think we would brush off as ridiculous. Oh. Now, I, get, I feel like I say this every episode, but I think it's just because the things I pick <laughs> tend to be so odd. There's not much information about them. But this, like I said, is, there's not much information about it, but it's because it's self-explanatory. Okay. Today, Isa, I am talking to you about cardening. Have you heard of cardening? Can I try to guess what it is? Please do. So, cardin... Okay. Cardening is the, I'm going to go out there, is the wood carving ability using cardinals. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, using the cardinals to carve the wood? Or are you carving into the cardinals? No, you use the cardinals to carve into the wood. Their beak, I guess? Yeah. That's, that doesn't sound any better than you know, carving into the cardinals. You know how my friends are the squirrels? Yeah. Some people make it their mission to have the cardinals as their friends. Like Snow White? Yes. Okay. And then they make dresses and how tables. About, how about you Google image cardening? Okay. C-A-R. I'm getting there. C-A-R. D-E-N. D-E-N. I-N-G. It didn't even come up. No. Nope. It, trust me, I had a hard time finding some information on it, but it's definitely a thing. Okay. No. Yes, Isa. It is growing a garden in Inside your, car. your car. In your car. So. I love it. Right? So much light. So much light and heat. <gasps> right. So. The term. <laughs> Wait. <gasps> I know. Bask in its glory for a second. 
It's beautiful. <laughs> and why did we never think of this? What the even, fuck? You're destroying your car. Even, That's why. But no, even just a plant in your cup holder. Why not? Why do I not have a plant in my cup holder right now? Why don't I have a plant in my cup holder? I have like holder? eight fucking cup holders in my car. I don't need that many. Why do I not have plants in them? Why do I not have plants hanging from the dry cleaning hook? Why do I not have that? People are making like full on gardens. Full, I, I've seen herb garden. You know, people that live in their campers, they have herb gardens growing in their dashboard and it acts as natural air freshener because when the car bounces around, the mint leaves let off their minty scent. It's fucking genius. My mouth is open. <laughs> it is very wide. I can't believe it. I need to create this. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Okay, tell me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so the term gardening seems to have started in 2007. Gardening. gardening. 2007 is the earliest I could find an article. And it was really just a guy who, I'm saying a guy. I don't know if it was written by a guy or a girl. A person who was just blogging and was saying, Hey, I happened to mention to somebody at work that I really like plants. Remembering this, she bought me one over the weekend. And when she was taking it from her to bring home, they like hooked it on their dry cleaning hook. And they were like, hmm, kind of nice. Yeah. (laughs) Gets good light there too. And then they started planning out a whole garden. Like, okay, well, I have four dry cleaning hooks. I probably can't put one on the driver's side, but that means I can have three plants hanging. They started like, and they, it seems to be this person. This was southwestjournal.com. The art and science of gardening, they seem to have developed the word gardening. Right. So and while I was, I was trying to find articles of like how to garden, how to turn your dashboard into a garden. There's none. Absolutely because none. Because it's probably a stupid idea. I mean, it's probably not the best idea for you. Like the, the value of your car probably goes down a lot. At, and you also, can't sell like, it. also, it's like it's in your way. You have dirt everywhere. Like and it can't be the smart. The water. You want to have water like in your car. And driving here, I thought of a major problem. Also, most people put cactuses in their dashboard because of the high heats. It survives right. the best. Could you imagine getting into a fender bender and your head <gasps> hitting the dashboard? <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. That hurts. I did find one blog on gardeningknowhow.com that uh, it's called Will Plants Survive in a Car? And she got very excited about it. And she was like, absolutely. And goes on to how to do it. Yeah. You have to take into consideration the temperature, your climate. Like our summers here would be way too hot for anything other than cactuses and our winters just wouldn't. No, you it, could, you have take mini, them out. Well, you have mini pine, like mini evergreens, or you take them out, like she said. Take yeah. them out, or you have like perennials and you just let them die over the winter and then they come back in the spring right wait what about yes you know i have a hatchback yes in the back it's like a whole greenhouse a whole greenhouse and it doesn't bother anyone it wouldn't bother anybody i know i know i know i know i know i'm doing it and again researching this you know what else i found again don't know why we haven't done this before on amazon it's so funny because when I sat down, I noticed one right behind me. You have one of those macrame plant holders. Mm-hmm. They sell mini ones to put in your, um, how do you call that? Do you know that mirror? That on your hang- river mirror. Your on river your mirror, yeah. <gasps> I know. That's genius. Genius. You can even have air plants if you don't want to worry about water. Yeah, my birthday was like a I know. I saw this. days ago. I saw this after. <laughs> I saw this this week. Oh my God, I need one. I That's know. so cute. I know. I know. I can cut that plant and put it in there. The virgin, what's it called? A Jewish plant. <laughs> the, the wandering virgin, Jew. The virgin, the virgin Jew. Jew. The virgin Jew. <laughs> the wandering Jew. You could. That would be a nice one in there. Uh-huh. The only thing I'd be worried about, you have to see if they're if they burn easy. Our summers are hot. Mm-hmm. So we just, but I mean, yeah. If we had a garage, this would be easier. Definitely. Yeah, I oh mean, my God. I know. I'll give you one more. One 
Remember this summer we said that we were going to get together again to make cement vases? Yes. Make little mini ones, put in a review mirror. Well, cement might be a bit heavy, but we can no, make the couple tiny, ones. tiny ones. Little mini ones with air plants in them. <gasps> Why do we not have... It's natural like air filtration system in your car. I am so excited. I don't know how like it's not a norm. It's like, you know, it's not like a lot of people like have like fuzzy dice or stuffed animals or box of Kleenexes. Why does nobody have plants? Not even just one plant in a cup holder. No one has this. I know. And we didn't even get the idea when they came out with the uh, beetles. You know how the beetles came with two little plastic flowers? No one thought like, hey, let's put real plants in. (gasps) I know. My God, our entire world just got just... Oh my God. Okay, yeah. go ahead, please. Gardening's a thing. People remove their... Da- I even tried going on YouTube to be like, how can I remove my dashboard to plant a garden? And no one's showing you. They're showing you... <laughs> look. Well, they're like, look what I did, but they don't show you how to do it. Oh. I know. So I did find like that one couple that live in their camper and they have their beautiful herb garden in there. <laughs> so you know what? I will read, read you this, this article because it's not that long. So this is gardeningknowhow.com. We'll, we'll plant surviving cars using your car for plant growing. Have you ever wondered if growing plants in a car is possible? Yes. The answer is definitely yes. Oh my God. If you follow a few simple guidelines, plants can beautify your car, provide a more pleasant environment, and also purify the air inside your car. So let's go to it and see how you can start using your car for plant growing. Will plants survive in cars? Plants in a vehicle can definitely survive if you are aware of a few simple things. During summer months, your car can get too hot. One thing you can do to control this is to keep your windows cracked and avoid parking your car in areas that get a lot of sun, which you should be doing anyways. Right. Likewise, your car can get too cold during the winter. You may need to bring your plants indoors or choose a plant that will survive the colder, colder conditions. Monitor the weather forecast closely to check for extremes in temperatures. Consider oh putting a, th- a thermometer in your vehicle. Make sure you, to locate your plant in a stable location inside the car. You don't want your plants to shift around while you're driving and have the water or soil spill all, all over your car. A cup holder would be a great secure location. God, I types, can't. I know. Types of plants and vehicles. As long as you are aware of the temperature and lighting requirements of your plants, there are actually a variety of plants that you can grow in a car. Scented geraniums can be a wonderful... Oh, I actually have some of those uh, propagating right now. Mm. Scented geraniums can be a wonderful plant to grow in your car. The scented... Oh, scented leaves. Hmm. I don't know if my leaves are scented. I thought it was the flowers that were scented. Anyways, the scented <laughs> leaves will be an all-natural air freshener. Why use artificial air freshener that pollutes the inside of your car when you can use a scented geranium to add, add a lovely scent to your vehicle? Oh, my God. So excited. I know. Lucky bamboo can be grown in water, so you can place a couple of lucky bamboo canes in a vessel of water in your cup holder. Just be careful to monitor the water level so it doesn't get too low. Snake plants. Uh, snake plants love to be... Well, first of all, forgotten and root bound. So you can keep them in a cup holder for like ever. Mm -hmm. Snake plants are another wonderful option. They are tough plants and they don't mind a bit of neglect. They actually love neglect. They tolerate a wide range of light conditions and do well with having their soil dry out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They love having small, small pots. It's crazy. Okay. Pothos, which are the ones that you have that you gave me clippings of. And those are like my favorite plants. They grow so much, so so fast. Love them. And I didn't know they could be grown in water. You know, you don't have to put them in soil. Mm -hmm. So the next one on the list is pothos. can be easily grown in water or soil, and you can choose whatever best suits you. These are quick-growing plants with a vining habit. Germinating tropical edibles, <laughs> such as t- turmeric, ginger, or sweet potatoes, can be very quick and easy as a result of higher temperatures inside your car. I'm sure it's good for germinating plants, like getting seedlings going. Mm-hmm. You can either place these in a shallow dish of water. <laughs> you or just pot- start germinating plants in your car on a regular basis. <laughs> All these little bowls of dirt everywhere. <gasps> New business idea. And they're saying uh, succulents are a good one also. Uh, and that's pretty much it. They said the sky's the limit, and so is your imagination. As unusual as it may sound, not only can plants survive in cars, but they might 
sorry, <laughs> they might actually thrive with a little attention. Oh my god! Like I'm, I'm blown away. I was also, and that's why, especially that you told me that you could have the little ones on the fucking. I know in the rearview mirror. I can't. I know. I know. I know. I know. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. That's why, even though I didn't have much info on it, I had to talk about it. No, I, I think that's fucking genius. Like, obviously, the pictures that I'm looking at right now, there's some that's like they're, they literally destroyed their um, dashboard. Uh, not that only dashboard, but their their safety airbag. The airbag. Yeah, it's that's true. where the airbag comes yeah. out. They took it out, and basically, they don't have it in an airbag. So that's dumb. Imagine they didn't take it out, and if they get into an accident, the airbag pushes the whole garden into their face. <laughs> I mean, you deserve it, but, but it looks cute, but I would do it in the back. Yeah. In the trunk. Honestly, I think, I think you should do it. Mm -hmm. I think I should. And it's very cute. And they have like little, little gardens with little tiny benches. It's very cute. Oh my God. I mean, who needs a trunk? Who needs a trunk? (laughs) Okay. Wow. Thank you for that. Cartoning. They definitely need a better word. Because I thought it was about cardinals. (laughs) You thought it was somebody carving wood. Using a cardinal. Mm -hmm. Which don't even carve wood. (laughs) Cardinals don't don't do that. (laughs) No? Pretty sure you'd kill the bird. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Do you want to go to In the News? Let's go to In the News. In the News. So good. Beautiful. So good. Okay. Do I want to read you this line? I don't know. I don't know. Why am I sweating? I'm, I'm taking you off ran my, across my, my house. Game. I don't have much of a top on, but I'm taking my sweater. <laughs> okay. Are you still drinking your wine? A little bit. I'm sipping it. It's it, it it's a sipper. <laughs> mm. Do you want more? Uh, no, I'm good for now. Okay. Okay. <sighs> a West Virginia woman and her husband have been arrested after they allegedly faked her death, telling authorities that she fell off a cliff in the effort to help her avoid jail time. Oh my god. West Virginia police arrested Julie and Rodney Wheeler on June 2nd. Mm, this is old. <laughs> it's either not 2020, recent. 2020, last okay. year. it's not that old. And the pair is now facing multiple charges in relation to the alleged scheme, including conspiracy and giving false information to the authorities, according to the Associated Press. Julie Wheeler, 44, went missing on May 31st during a visit to Grandview State Park with her husband and son... Oh, my God. How old's the son? Do we know? I need to know how fucked up that kid's going to be. Uh, No, it doesn't say. Okay. Her family claimed that, that she was searching for a missing earring that evening when she went tumbling over a cliff. <sighs> Following the report, various organizations, including lo- local authorities in the park, the National Park Service, joined together in emergency search efforts for Julie, even using canines to try and track her scent, all to no avail. Because she wasn't there. <laughs> she was fine. She was fine. She was sipping wine. The search for Julie went over for several days until authorities located her in her home a few days later. Oh Imagine the dogs <laughs> On June found 2nd. her. Imagine the dogs found her alive. <gasps> that's like... How embarrassing. No, that's like some talented can- canines. Well, isn't that what they're supposed to do? I mean... Actually, I think they're trained to sniff dead. That's why they probably wouldn't be able to. You know what I mean? I think some of them are trained to sniff like for actual like dead, like death, smell death. Uh, but don't they give her a sweater first? And some dogs are trained to oh. for the scent. I, I could be. I could. I could be I completely don't. talking out of my I ass. Mean, 
I think I, I you probably are. Am. But it's okay. Yeah. okay I believe you. All right. I believe Maybe you. Maybe I'm right. Local police has come to search the home after a warrant was granted allowing them to seize electronics like cell phones from the house. And it was then that they discovered the woman was hiding in a backstairs closet. Oh, my God. The couple has then was t- then taken into custody. Your dignity, though, while you're in that closet, no? Let's be honest. If you think you can get away with it, you, it's kind of pow- empowering. I mean, if they that's your I'm thing. Dead. They think I'm dead. And also, what did she do to have to go to da- uh, Dale? Jail. I'm going to assume that they, they're going to tell us. But yeah, to be honest, I didn't read this article. Okay. <laughs> Quote, it was, it was all planned. The entire thing was planned. Trooper C.A. Dunn who was the lead investigator on Julie Wheeler's case, told WVVA. Authorities alleged that Julie and her husband ha- hatched, mm. hatched, yeah, hatched. The, the scheme with the assistance of their teenage son. Teenage. Oh, a teenager and he helped. As a way for okay, Julie so to avoid prison time relating to an ongoing case against her. Maybe they're not going to tell us. Julie, who acted as a caretaker to someone in Spina Bifida, Bifida, has been accused of committing fraud by submitting applications to the Veterans Administration's office that contained false statements regarding the length of time she cared for the individual, meaning that she was paid for hours that she did not work. Oh. Oh, so, so she robbed... So, oh, that... She I, robbed veterans, basically. Oh. So she's just like a douche all around. She's just a douche mm-hmm. all around. Cool. Julie pled guilty in February to federal health care fraud and was facing up to 10 years in prison, in addition to having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in restitution and fines. Wow. Her sentencing in relation to that case was slated to take place, slated? To take place on June 17, according to the Associated Press. The Wheelers, the Wheelers, now face numerous charges including conspiracy to commit a felony, conspiracy to commit a misdemeanor, filing a false emergency report, and that's it. There's no end in that sentence. Okay. <laughs> it is currently unclear if the couple's 17-year-old son, who, along with his father, reported his, her mother missing, will face any charges. I'm sorry, but one, he's 17. And two, you have parents like that? Fucking let him live, poor child. Like, it's I mean, not his fault. He's fucked at this point. He just needs a lot of therapy. Yeah. And probably some hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of hugs. Jesus. <laughs> Do you ma- Would you ever try to fake your own death would you have the guts to do it i don't like to say never (laughs) because i mean what if like what if you're in like a bad situation where like someone's out to kill you but i think that doesn't necessarily involve the authorities okay well you didn't like you didn't specify but i mean like if it's like me hiding from you would i fake my own death i don't maybe right <laughs> so from the authorities no i don't have that type of guts yeah that no, type i don't of guts? think so too. Yeah. that type I mean, of guts i, 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 and I have watching, a type of guts but, but not, not that, that one not that type of guts <laughs> and i i think i watch like enough like detective shows to know like they're they're they're, they're pretty good at their job yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but at the same time there's so many people in, in on earth that i'm sure that if you plan you it correctly, they won't look that far. So I've actually had this thought before because it is something like the first thought, like, would I ever do? That's like, no, I just don't have like the guts, like like the anxiety it would cause. For like, sure. Oh my God, they're going to find uh-huh. out. They're going to find out. But I haven't thought about it. Like, it's possible. It's doable. Like, there are, there's a lot of people in this world. Like, you don't have any cell phone to track you. If you don't have, like, I think, I think. Let's say you live doable. off the grid for yeah. like a month prior, two months prior. 
and then you meet a random person that has no relation to you, never been a friend, never family member. So there's no technically any connection. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's doable. Is it doable? Yes. Would I do it? No. I don't think so either. No. <laughs> well, if you like this episode and would like to hear more, feel free to do so by following us on all social media networks at all. Wine aside, you could also send us a secret. Send us. Send us. Would you ever put a plant in your dashboard because it's fucking cool? At all. At allwineside at gmail.com. Other than wise, stay drunk. Stay drunk. People that are trying to fake your own death, just stay drunk. Unless, unless you're reading some rumps. <laughs> I would like my rump read accurately. So I'd appreciate it if you were sober for that. <laughs> and if you're drunk, the groping might get a little gropey. Ooh, stay away from me, Buck. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>